Do you love sports? How about making money? If you answered yes to either of those questions, then mybookie.com is the place for you. Not only does betting with mybookie make every game more exciting, but when you sign up using the promo code DRINKINGBROS, your first deposit will be instantly doubled up to $1,000. With thousands of bets to make on all your favorite spo- uh, sports, there's no shortage of ways for you to win at MyBookie.com. On top of having amazing lines and props, MyBookie is also home to several exclusive contests and promotions that you can't find anywhere else. Get off the couch and get in the game with MyBookie.com and turn your love of sports into your new side hustle. Head to MyBookie.com today and use the promo code DRINKINGBROS to get your first deposit doubled instantly up to $1,000 and start winning today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. What is up? Welcome back to Tomahawked. We are here. It is the second half. The All-Star game has ended. All that shit. Let's fucking go. Yeah, Two and a half games out. Just to recap the All-Star game, uh, the Home Run Derby action was good. Yeah. The players were good. Nobody was mic'd up, which is during the event, and the commentation was fucking terrible. I can't listen. I, I we talked about this on another show. I like Carl Ravitch in studio. Yeah, uh, he's awful in the booth for the home run derby. Why did they stop micing up the players on the sides? Yeah, I, I don't understand know. that. That's like the best. Like, uh, God damn it, who was it? Um, I don't remember who was hitting, but somebody was on a roll, and Mike Trout. It was an American League player. Mike yeah. Trout was on the sideline, just losing his fucking mind. And it was a that's every time. Uh, and then they mic'd up the players during the game, but not not the not the, not the derby. What the? F- oh, it's man. it's a weird like ESPN just fucking sucks. Like they're yeah. too busy trying to get women on broadcast <laughs> for no fucking reason. Like this morning, even on Sports Center, it's two women who clearly don't know about the sports they're talking about. I like what like at least uh, what what's her name? The one that Ross hates. Uh, um, Doris Burke? No, nobody hates Doris Burke. Okay. That's a good example, though. Doris oh, Burke knows everything about basketball. Right. She knows more about basketball than anybody on earth, probably. Yeah. I'll, I'll, she can be on any broadcast. Fucking listen to that all day. Uh, do Mendoza, it. is that you're talking about? Yeah, she's a knucklehead. Right. She doesn't know anything. Well, Come she also on, didn't play baseball. No, but uh, yeah, ba- I guess baseball is kind of unique in that way. Football as well, but you don't really see that in the booth much. It's mostly sideline stuff. Yeah, and that's fine. Like, you know, Tim Kirkchen didn't play baseball either, so that's not necessarily disqualifying. No. But they, it seems like her main qualifier for being a commentator was having played softball. Uh, that and, and having the right last name, I suppose, or the right style of last name. And yeah. then there, there was the other woman, uh, the thicker one, that was walking around interviewing all the Latino players. Holly Rowe? Latinx players, and then she gets to Aaron Judge, and she goes, you know, hey, this, I mean, she basically said, hey, this sick kid in the hospital with cancer is wondering if you're going to be a Yankee next year. What are you, <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? A dude would never ask another dude that question. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just. It's, it was not a good production. It had apparently the lowest ratings of the last 10 years, although I looked it up. So it was like 7 million and change watching. I looked it up. That's not good. It's still a million more than the NBA All-Star Game, and only about, I was actually surprised with this, only about a million less than the Pro Bowl. I'm surprised anybody watches the Pro Bowl I, at all, same. to be honest. I, I, it's crazy to me that that's still the highest rated yeah. All-Star Game. I th- the best All-Star Game, the only true All-Star Game, and multiple baseball players have made this point, the only true All-Star Game is the baseball All-Star Game. Yes. Like in hockey, they kind of skate around each other, and fucking, it's all, and 
in, in basketball and football, it's all offense. Nobody plays defense. There. Nobody even tackles in yeah. football anymore. Yeah. And, so, why, and why would you, to be quite honest? Yeah, of course. It's stupid. They even have the Pro Bowl. It's dumb. Yeah. So, but baseball, you can't fake any of this stuff. No. Like, you can dog it on... Like, nobody's going to... Well, that's not true. The baseball players are so competitive. They're diving for balls all over the place. And yeah, they want to the highlight. And- um, you don't want to go full Pete Rose... Where was it Ray Fossey? Yeah. He like fucking ruined ended his career in an all star game on a meaningless play. Uh anyways, I'm just being a curmudgeon, I think, at this point. Um, but that's over. Now we're into the season uh again. And, you know, there's a lot going on. A lot going on for a lot of teams. There is. And I wanted to kind of just do an overall second half preview because we've we're gonna talk about the Braves enough week after week. But I did want to start with the Braves, of course, because it's a Braves broadcast. Uh, what moves do you think the Braves need to make to win the NL East? And then obviously the playoffs are kind of a crapshoot, uh, regardless of how good or bad you are. But um, And then potentially the pennant and the World Series. Obviously, they can make as many moves as they want. I mean, what, Anthopoulos made those four? Five, he made, I think he made five trades last year because Rodriguez, who yeah. didn't end up making the playoff roster, was also a move. Yeah, he only pitched, like, what, 10 innings or some shit? Yeah, he, he was a nice little Band-Aid mm-hmm. in the middle of the bullpen. But, yeah, he didn't make the playoff roster. But it's the four outfielders, obviously. Um, so, anyway, obviously you can make as many moves as you want. Just give me two. Um, well, one is going to be probably – I don't know that there's a starter out there that they can get. Um, but that's what I would, that's what I would hope for is a starting pitcher, somebody with a couple of years of control or even either a couple of years of control that's young or an older rental for one year. Yeah. Um, kind of like, uh, Cueto on the Royals in 2015. Yeah. yeah so, uh, it looks like, it looks like Yates is going to start his assignment in double A this week. Mm-hmm. So he'll be back in about 10 days, give or take. Okay. That's a right-hander coming into the pen. You should expect to see Jesse Chavez get cut or I, DFA'd. Like, I, I don't, don't think he'll not, get DFA'd. His, well, he's they, been they, too good. No, he, he's been good, but they don't have – like it's either him or Colin McHugh, right? So, oh, well. Uh, McHugh has been more consistent, and they don't have two-way contracts. The only two relief pitchers on the Braves roster that are on two-way contracts are – uh, AJ Minter, who's not going down, and Dylan no. Lee, who's been very good lately, and is a left-hander, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a chance they fucking send Will Smith out, to be honest, because he's sucked out loud all he, season. He's been back to Will um, Smith level of yeah. play. And that's that's how it kind of works with relief pitchers. I mean, you don't see a guy... There's been a couple of dominant closers over the years who have had five plus year runs but usually it's like two or three years you get out of a relief pitcher then he has two or three bad ones or mediocre yeah. ones and you just can't afford to have that on a, on a contending team no i mean, I mean important. as much as you are thankful to will smith for somehow managing to not give up a single run last postseason yeah. which is anyone who watched him i mean the chatter all last regular season was oh my god we're not going to win a single fucking game in the playoffs if Will Smith is our closer. Yeah, and obviously that prediction didn't didn't come true for at all because Will Smith was. I can't say he was as good as you wanted it, could want him to be last year because like there were still people on the on the base paths quite a bit. I mean, like it felt like a lot of times, like I, maybe I was just like too inside of it because it was the Braves, but yeah. it still felt pretty tense most of the time. 
Well, let's, I mean, we can look into that and see what his whip was during the postseason last year. That's pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, hold on. I got it. So right you here. think Smith would be a more likely candidate, even with all his postseason, I guess, experience and all that shit? Um, his, his whip in the postseason was .73. Okay, so he was and, just brilliant all around. In 2020, his whip was .83 in seven games, all, 11 games. They're, I, honestly, you look at that, it'd be hard to fucking send him anywhere else. And they also owe him quite a bit of money. Yeah. Unlike some of these other guys. So it may come down to a financial move. Now, I, I think... Um, I always <clears throat> wonder watching Will Smith, by the way. And I like him. Like, I don't... He's not like some pitcher that I fuck. It's not like Luke Jackson, right? Like I watch, I hate Luke Jackson so much. Seems like a great guy, but just as a player, hate him so much that I I know I'm thinking about him irrationally when he pitches. Mm. But I feel like I think about Will Smith pretty rationally, and every time I watch him, I just wonder. I'm like, what are these batters seeing or not seeing that I am not? You know mm. what I mean? Because it's like <laughs> there's only two things that Will Smith is going to do. He's going to throw you a fastball in the low 90s for a strike, but like barely. Mm -hmm. Or he's going to throw you that long loping slider that is absolutely not going to touch the strike zone. And I just, I'm always like, man, you are just swinging at that. Like, do they look the same? Like, it's, it's, it always mystifies me watching Will Smith pitch. I I don't know how he does it. Props to him for, for doing it when he does. But like, I, I'm just totally confused every time I watch him pitch. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, as far as actual moves that they can, I think they might make. Um, I don't know that there's a starter out there that will be available for a price that the Braves are willing to pay. Um, Or that we can pay. Yeah. Because we, you know, we had four draft picks in the top uh, two rounds this year. But in general, our farm is a little depleted because our farm currently... I mean, basically plays for the MLB roster at this point. Uh, yeah, but there's, uh, you know, te- technically the Braves are moving really fast to sign all of their draft picks, and that might just be a house cleaning thing. It might be that they want to flip them for other players, right? right? So one guy that comes to mind is Clase and uh, Cleveland, their closer. Oof, I watched him close the All-Star game, and he was filthy. He is no fucking joke. Good uh, Lord. To be honest, if you're Cleveland, you, you got to – they just gave a big contract to um, Ramirez. To Ramirez, <clears throat> and it looks like they're going to try to do a, a quick rebuild. I don't know how that's going to work out, but they do have. Uh, they're not even. Re- I mean, they're in the playoffs right now, technically, but their team is it, it, like they'll be bounced in the first round. They're, <sighs> they're not going to win, but they do have Tristan McKenzie and Shane Bieber. I mean, in their yeah, starting rotation, yeah. so they they have a decent little core. I don't know if he's going to be available. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, ben Attendee is probably going to be a Brave, I think. And I think they'll make that move just to keep somebody else from making it. That if, if I'm what, a, like the Mets? Yes. If I'm, if I'm AA, I'm keeping him off the Dodgers and off the Mets, 100%. Like, you can't allow that to happen. You can't allow the Dodgers to be able to platoon him with Chris Taylor in left field in the playoffs. You'll be fucked. Yeah. I mean, he. I think he's like a top 10 on base percentage or something yeah. like that. Uh, uh, doesn't slug very well. No, he's not. He's like a number two hitter. Yeah. Like a prototypical number two kind hitter. Kind of slappy. I mean, yeah. he's hitting 317. That's interesting, though. Like, where do we put him then? We are we we already have so many goddamn people in the outfield. Yeah, Obviously, I, think, I think that trade includes sending probably Rosario back to Kansas City, if I had to guess. Really? Um, yeah. 
or something like that. I mean, they signed him to a decent contract, or maybe maybe it's Duvall, I don't know. But, I mean, you don't want to have two lefties platooning in the same position. Um, no, you don't. I mean, and I guess how is uh, – well, I guess I can look it up a little bit. Ben Attendee's defense is okay. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, it looks like nothing – to write home well. He's in the negatives and wins above replacement, but on a uh, defense, but that, you know, that might not, that might be bullshit. Um, I, that's, that'd be an interesting one to me. I would think it's really like, I don't know where they add on the roster, especially now that they have Cano. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think Cano probably won't be on the, the roster at the end of the year. He won't. Um, but he's gonna. F- not, I'm not talking about the playoff roster. I mean, he will. He'll be gone before the end of this season. Oh, yeah, no, I agree. Because Albies is supposed to be back yeah. in late August. Is that what we said? Yeah. Something? Um, I don't. The the production that has come from what is now the left field position that would include Duvall and Rosario is unacceptable. It's pathetic. I mean, it's a black hole right now. Yeah, for it's sure. like it's it's a it's a two hundred batting average and a slugging percentage of like three fifty, basically. Yeah, and then every um, once in a while you get like a Duvall dinger and. But yeah, but for a contending team, I mean, look, Duvall plays really good defense. Rosario plays okay defense. He made a he made a a great play in the playoffs last year, but it seemed like it was kind of lucky to be honest. <laughs> he just kind of stabbed at the ball at the wall and, and made the catch. Yeah. But he, it's not like he's, his defense doesn't justify his bat. Um, now, look, we got a, we have uh, 38 days until the deadline. Yeah. So a lot of time. And I, I would assume they're going to give Rosario a fair amount of time to figure it out. At least some time, yeah. Because, I mean, he, uh, as, of all the people who have been hurt or anything, he had a weird one, right? Like where he literally couldn't see. So I don't know what he needs to do to get his, you know, uh, fucking seeing the ball again, bat speed, whatever. Uh, line, you know, getting his hands back in sync with his, yeah. with his uh, brain. I, I, I would be surprised to see them not give him something of a chance. Uh, for me, and I don't know what the Reds are going to ask, but like Luis Castillo's got to be like the, a starting pitcher. Luis Castillo would be the best one, and he's the he's a good combination of pretty elite and not under control for very long, so you don't have to pay a lot for him necessarily. Yeah. That I would like to see, like high. I don't need with Soroka coming back and how young most of the staff is. You don't necessarily need to solve a long term spot. Yeah, uh, on your rotation this year. Just no. Try- I mean, you're you're going to shed. Um- after next season, uh, uh, what's his nuts will be gone. Morton, Morton will be gone, but you'll still have Freed, Wright, Soroka, Anderson, and then there's two young kids that'll be ready by twenty three, twenty four. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, between uh, Elder and the minors, and I don't think Elder's going to make it on the Braves. You don't think so? No. Uh, I think he needs too much more work, and they yeah. don't have time for that bullshit. Oh well, we didn't even, we didn't talk about Spencer Strider. Yeah, oh, Strider as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I think it's possible that. Um, I think it's likely actually that that Elder and Tucker Davidson get traded. That's before the deadline. I mean, considering that the Braves right now mm. have a full rotation for call it twenty twenty four. Yeah. I yeah, 
why wouldn't you? And it seems like all of these guys, I know Anderson's having a rough year this year, but there's not a single pitcher that would project to be in the starting rotation in 23 or 24 that hasn't already proven themselves for some amount of time in the major leagues. Yeah. Like not even just proven themselves, but like excelled. I mean, if you're a, if you're a mid-market team and like Cincinnati, for example, and you're looking to get some value out of Castillo and the Braves call and say, hey, we'll give you Elder and Davidson, you got to take that deal. Yeah. Like straight up with no other players involved because that's a bet. That's a good bet. You have one dude that you know for a fact will be a major league pitcher mm-hmm. and one dude that's going to be like, he'll be a, a back of the rotation four or five guy, right? David, yeah. Davidson will be a four or five guy. He'll have a career ERA of like 430 or something like that, but he'll eat up innings. He's a big, strong kid. He'll eat up innings, and that's something that you fucking have to pay for now because starting pitching is like going the way of the dodo these right. days. Any, yeah, anything that keeps your bullpen fresh is, yeah. uh, is a fucking... I mean, sometimes you need a life jacket, not mm-hmm. a boat, you know? <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I, I would like to see that, and then... I don't think what what's the Cleveland dude's name? Clace Close Clase Clase. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's going anywhere. Looking at the standings, we'll talk about this in a little bit. But like, I mean, Cleveland, they're in it, and we'll, we'll see how they come out of the break, right? Yeah. Um, but they've they've proven themselves to be really and well, a the division sucks, and b they've proven themselves to be pretty adept uh, bargain team builders. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's why I think. He he might be out of it. It depends on how this breaks. The White Sox are only a game behind them, um, and are a sleeping giant. Yeah, they they are much better than like on paper at least than the than the Indians are Guardians, whatever the stupid name is. And then the Orioles are only a game behind them as well, and the Rangers are only like three and a half or four games behind them. So the Rangers have a couple pitchers that I think could be lower level targets as well. Trying to remember their names, but they've got one guy with an ERA in the twos. Uh, what's his name? Yeah, Mar- yeah Martinez. Martin uh, Perez. Martin Perez. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, but he's like, uh, this is kind of a, uh, he came, he, he was in Texas for a long time, then he went to Minnesota and Boston. Career, he's like a 450 ERA guy. He just happens he's, to be having a good year this year. Right, and I wouldn't pay shit for him. I mean, no. like, you know. And he's 31. I mean, uh, yeah, you don't pay for that. No. But look, 111 innings, how many strike? I mean, 7.7K per nine. That's fine. But he's not, just looking at his numbers, he's not having like a sketchy great year. A 1.19 whip with no, the 2.68 Yeah, ERA. he's definitely having a good year. I just don't like, when guys have outstanding years and then tr- go to a different team midseason, it usually doesn't work out that well. Yeah, and I certainly don't know how excited i'd be to see him starting a playoff game no <laughs> no I, I don't know if he's pitched in the playoffs before but uh let's see stats but you would think i mean 30 walks to 95 k's like he's doing he's doing everything right right now i um, let's see his he's pitched five playoff games um He's pitched eight innings and given up nine runs. Sick in the playoffs. Good eight, Lord, eight for who? So, uh, for the Rangers and the Red Sox. Okay. Oh, was he on those uh, Rangers teams from back in the day? The 2015 one, yeah. Okay. He started a game actually in the playoffs for them. Not a good one though. No, <clears throat> Lord. And then I guess what he was in the bullpen for the Red Sox and yeah, last year. Okay. Yep. 
Yeah, he may have had a couple of good outings, but at least one of them he got rocked. Yeah. It's hard to say. ERA doesn't really mean much, but his whip was 333. That's not good. Yeah, it's not ideal. Um, but yeah, I, I think just a starter and a, and a bullpen arm. I, like, I don't, there's nothing in the, there's no, I can live with them trying to work out left field. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, whatever they do there is going to be fine. I think, uh, and whatever they do at second base, like there's, you shouldn't make a move there because no. Albies is you, you have him locked up for what another eight years after this year, I think something crazy on his and contract. I mean, so you, I think there's no point in that. And then the other part about the uh, the road, if they don't do anything about the rotation specifically, I would be kind of surprised because they are set on the rotation at the major league level and have more people coming already, and then they have. They drafted a million have, fucking pitches. Yeah, and they have a bunch of dudes in the minors right now that they can leverage for something, not only for this year, but so they may be looking outside the box. A, maybe looking at somebody that has like three more years left on their contract to right. get with these guys. That that would be more like him. Yeah, and I mean, look, the way this team is built, first off, we say this all the time, but uh, I have at this point full confidence in AA. Yep, like whatever I, he does, I'll I'll be happy with it. Yeah, like I, I trust him. Uh, but... um. I mean, if you're Alex Anthopoulos, with the way the roster is comprised at, in every level, I mean, the bullpen you kind of have to rebuild every year, but mm-hmm. the rotation and um, the the lineup, you've got to be, and they've just won a ring. I mean, you got to be, you're sniffing dynasty. Yeah, I mean the 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 minor leagues are kind of weak right now, but you know, by the time they need them again, will they be the problem? Are the the, the answer is clearly no, right? right. They, they do a really good job of drafting talent. So, yeah, the it just makes good business sense to flip. Let's look at the uh, hold on. I'll look at the Braves' current AAA roster because the in Gwinnett, um. I just want to look at these pitch, pitchers. So, Oscar Noah is down there. He's pitched cons- a considerable amount of time in the major leagues. Yeah. And for really for any team in baseball, but certainly for a mid-market team that wants to get a dude that has, you know, three or four more years of control. Electric that, stuff. That has proven he can pitch at the major league level, and there just isn't room at, at that level on this organization. He's a very valuable piece. Kyle Muller, same thing. Not as good as Anoa, in my opinion, but same thing. Yep. Same thing with Davidson. Uh, same thing with Bryce Elder. They've all shown that they can pitch at the major league level. There's a couple of things they need to figure right. out, right? That's four dudes in AAA, and you don't need another starting pitcher out of your minor leagues for a couple of years now. Yeah. It would be stupid, I think, of a not to leverage at least one or uh, two of those dudes to grab somebody for this year and beyond. Oh, absolutely. And honestly, mix and match. Yeah. Who, who, who do... Who do the Reds want for Castillo? Or who, honestly, knowing AA too, he will try to go for the value route to an extent. He will try to get someone probably with a little more team control. Or he'll just fucking call Castillo and be like, hey, do you want to risk going to a shitty team again like the Reds? Or do you want to sign a four or five year deal with us right out of the gate? Yeah. That's what he did with Olsen. He was yeah. like, hey, by the way. He is, he is absolutely known for that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's where we're at with that. Let's get into. Uh, Let's get into the fucking previews, man. Um, starting with our own division here. Second half preview for all the divisions. Start with the NL East. Talked about the moves, the Braves. We want to see them make it. Sure. Whatever. Well, let's let's go bottom to top. 
Okay. Uh, so the Nationals are going to trade Soto. Yes. And it's going to be – that's going to be really interesting to see because I think they're going to get four major league ready players. You have to. Um, probably a couple of young guys that are on the major league roster and then a couple of dudes in double or triple A that are ready to come up now and they're going to put them in, in there immediately. Yeah. And then they're probably going to get four additional prospects as well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I could see the Nationals improving – you know what I mean? After that, because one dude on a baseball team is not enough to win games, but four medi- four pretty good dudes is enough to start winning some games. You know what right. I mean? Right. So there was a, a saying that Bill Simmons used to have about NBA, which is like, you don't trade a dollar for four quarters. Yeah. But I kind of think in baseball, you do. You do, yeah. It's not baseball and basketball are very different. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that's it, right? They may win 70 games at and that would be a really good improvement for them because <laughs> they've only won 31 so far. Yeah, they're 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 um, awful. The Marlins, man, I, I'm surprised. I don't know what the, I, you know, they're lucky. The Marlins are lucky right now that their ownership and general management has some fluidity right now because otherwise, I think they would have traded Alcantara away already. That's kind of their mo, right? Is to Different, let a guy develop for a little while and then. You know, it is kind of, but like those those are different ownerships. That did well, that's that. what I'm saying. Now yeah. it's like kind of in flux. Yeah, and I it's man, I would if the Braves could trade somebody for him, I would trade all four of those dudes I said at AAA. I would trade all four of them for a Sandy Alcantara right now. If we somehow, 100%. I mean, that's not going to happen. But if we somehow walked away with Sandy Alcantara out of that, I mean, I I yeah. would just I would actually like kidnap Alex Anthopoulos, and I know this is suck his dick to death. Yes, yeah, yeah. to death, like. <laughs> Just like that scene in Once Upon a Time in Mexico where the dude made food too good and Johnny Depp just executed him. <laughs> it's like, you can't, this is the best thing you've done, dude, and I don't want you to fail. Pop. Um, yeah, but the Marlins aren't going to do anything. They'll, they'll, they may make uh, a second-half run and put the Phillies in fourth place instead of third, but, uh, you know. The Marlins are not far out of I mean, The playoffs are expanded now, and the Marlins are not far out of a playoff spot. They're, they're literally in the hunt. And I know Trevor Rogers hasn't been very good this year, but Rogers is a legit pitcher as far as I'm concerned. Alcantara's the fucking Cy Young front runner. Pablo, he's, he's one of the that nobody in baseball has reminded me more of Kevin Brown, which is kind of ironic because they play for the same team than yeah. Sandy Alcantara, like a 98 mile per hour sinker. We see a lot of 98, 99 these days, but a dude that throws that where it moves in in opposite directions, yeah, it's fucked up. If you have the time go on YouTube and look at um, what are those things called the overlay where they show the pitch coming out and it's three different pitches yeah, yeah. but they all they go like fifth or, or uh, uh, fifty feet of the sixty in the same path and then all of a sudden dart in different directions how the fuck are you supposed to hit that at ninety eight <laughs> miles per hour yeah it's fucking insane and he's dirty and uh, even Pablo Lopez three one four ERA one oh nine whip uh, obviously Rogers is having a trash year but he. Uh, He's got the stuff. Like he's yeah. he's a fantastic pitcher. And the, then honestly, the rest of their starters that they've, I mean, Braxton Garrett has only pitched forty one innings, but he's been good. It's they don't have depth at the back end of the rotation. But I don't, I don't hate their lineup either. I mean, like I like Aguilar as a player. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know he his numbers never looked that good, but I like him. So Lair, of course, we we love, even though he uh, is not having the best year. Uh, there's Jazz, Chisholm, and John Birdie. Is They've like, had a lot of injuries, though. I mean, Chisholm's missed like four, 30 games, I think, this year or something like that. Yeah. With a couple of different injuries. And they're like bottom third in the league in offense, so they're not going to really do much, to be honest. But And it, the good news is, is they start out 
the second half with Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, uh, two against Cincinnati and then one against uh, Chicago uh, with New York peppered in between there. But Alcantara's pitching one of those New York games, so who knows how that'll go. So they right. may make up a little bit of ground, but then they play fucking AL – or I'm sorry, NL East teams, San Diego, Los Angeles, Los Angeles, Tampa Bay, Atlanta, fucking, it's it's brutal. it's going to be pretty rough for them. Yeah. Like that, their, their performance thus far is going to get nixed out by yeah. the, the second half schedule. And I think probably all in all, they'll end up being like mild sellers. Like you, you might see them move Solaire. Mm-hmm. Or something, or move uh, like Burry, who, who I think is at or near the top of the league in stolen bases right now. Mm-hmm. See something like that, um, but I don't think you're going to see major. You're not going to see Alcantara go anywhere. You're not yeah. going to see Trevor Rogers go anywhere. No. Next is the Phillies. Um, I don't know when Harper's supposed to be back. I still, I feel like, have not heard. Like he broke his hand, right? That's like eight and to had ten surgery weeks. on it. Um, oh, actually, I should know this because he's on my fantasy it's a, team. It says six to eight weeks. Yeah, so he'll be back in late August, I think. Okay. Um, That's going to be tough for them because Gene Segura just went on the 60-day DL uh, last week. Yeah. Um, not that, you know, he's a fucking a huge part of their offense, but, you know, he, he's a 275 hitter, plays good defense. Um, that's tough. They so are, now, like, they have they, – they've gone from having – the shittiest defense in the majors to having the shittiest defense of all time, basically. <laughs> I mean, it's not that bad, but it, like Boehm is still getting a feel for it. Schwarber is not good in left field. Castellanos is worse in right field. Um, Hoskins is pretty good, but you know, you know what's crazy though? They're they are succeeding in the way we said they would would succeed, which is slugging and. Mm-hmm the top end of their rotation. They have two, Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola are both yeah. in the top seven for wins above replacement on, on fan graphs. And um, I mean, fuck dude, Nola, three one three ERA, whatever. He's actually kind of had some bad luck. Weird to hear that with his fucking yeah. defense. And then Wheeler, Wheeler's been even better with the ERA. I, both of them, uh, you know, striking out in the nine per nine, essentially. I like, I want to say, what, what is that? Uh, yeah, I mean they've both been great. Like I, I they have a great one two at the top of their rotation mm. and the offense is fucking scary, especially once Harper gets back there. Yeah. Right now they're in the playoffs. Unfortunately for them, they're competing against I guess you can call it one, two, three and a half really good teams yeah. in cause so either the Cardinals or Brewers are gonna win their division. Right. So the, and other the, other, the other one will play whoever whomever is second place in the AL or in the NL East, probably. Right. The Mets or the Braves. So, so the um, so the Phillies, it's essentially for the for the wild card. Mm. The Braves are pretty good to go right now. They're six at they're six games ahead of the cutoff. Yeah. But the, the Padres, Phillies, Cardinals, Giants, and you can say Brewers just because they're they're you know that, the that, current position, yeah. Yeah. Um they're the, all kind of competing. The problem with the Phillies though. Like the Brewers have weak offense, but their defense is great, and they have multiple. Like they have three really good starting pitchers, and they have the bet one of the best closers in baseball. And right? Williams in the setup. I yeah. mean, the back of their bullpen so, is elite. Like there's the Phillies have no margin for error whatsoever. Every time Wheeler and Nola go out, they have to win. Yeah, and if they don't, then the season's fucked. Just now with Harper out, it's going to get even worse. Um, but they can do it. 
Do you I mean, think Wheeler and Nola can go on runs? They've done it before. What kind of moves do you think? I mean, I, I feel like you would think the Phillies would be somewhat aggressive in the trade deadline. Where do you? Where they're do they make pretty, the- They're pretty fucking close. I mean, they. You got to think they're looking at Castillo as well. They bring yeah. him over. Now it's a different ball game, yeah. right? Like even with Harper out, you've got three number one starters in your rotation yep. that you can win fucking series like that, buddy. You know what I mean? Like at least even even offset. Typically speaking, you'll have at least one of your number one starters in a series, mm-hmm. right? That gives you a lot better chance. Now the other team has whomever you're facing has no margin for error. Like right. we've got to beat. Uh, uh, either uh, Nola or Wheeler today because or cat or whomever it is, right? Yeah. You have to. You essentially like any win you get is a steal. Yeah, and that's not a good place to be in. No, you can't roll. You can't be like, well, good news is game three. They've got some fucking hump going. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now the Mets are. Uh, we'll see how they come out of the break. They're looking good. Uh, you know, honestly, as a Braves fan. Not thrilled about DeGrom coming back, but as a baseball fan, I definitely am. Um, I, I really want to see this dude. <sighs> I want to see him stay healthy for like a 10-year period and, and pitch all of his games because I think it would be Greg Maddox-like, yeah. to be honest. And <laughs> Maddox that's, with velocity. Yeah, that, well, it sounds funny, but let me, let me grab these stats right quick. Oh, I mean, um, he, he – and he's – He's known to be like a location guy too, yeah. right? I mean, like obviously any pitcher who's great, like uh, you know Max Scherzer or Nolan Ryan or something like they get, or Randy Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, all the press, whatever, all the all the love is for the heat for the stuff. But like maybe those guys couldn't paint like Maddox, but they could still fucking paint. Here's so from 1992 when he came over to the or the year before he came to the Braves until 98 which is a seven-year period. This, this is Maddox's stat line. 127 wins in seven years, 53 losses, 215 ERA, uh, whip 0.97. Oof. This is a starting pitcher over a seven-year period right. did that shit. Less than a runner per inning. Yeah, and he won the gold glove, obviously, every year. Yeah. He won four consecutive Cy Young Awards. I honestly think DeGrom has that kind of talent. I've never seen, even like Scherzer gets on streaks where he's, unhittable but Degrom will go a full fucking season sometimes right like that uh what was it night uh 2019 or 18 hold on let me look and doesn't it just feel i feel like watching Degrom too he has like the added thing where it's not just that his shit's electric or that he can locate really well he because uh, you know that's scherzer as well mm. uh but doesn't it also feel like Degrom just throws like a really heavy baseball too yeah. well i think it's because it moves and he doesn't hit. He doesn't get barreled very much. Yeah. Um, so 2018 and 19. I should actually look at this on Baseball Reference so I can combine them. Hang on. Jacob Degrom. But I mean, it's Degrom just has every every single element you want out of a pitcher. The velocity. I mean, he hits triple digits. Yeah. And then obviously location. Except then, for like, being on a good team. <laughs> That's the other part. So I'm gonna. I would do the wins and losses last on this one. This is a two year period. Jacob Degrom. The last time he had a good run of health. 64 starts over two seasons, which is what you would expect. 2.05 ERA, whip 0. 0.94, 11.2 strikeouts per uh, nine innings, 21 and 17 record. <laughs> so I want to see, like he's he's not so bad. He's not old. 
He's 32, 31. He's 34. 34. So he's like, these days, that's pitcher still in prime, right? Until I, you're like 37, really. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're Ver, I mean, Verlander and Scherzer. Are, yeah. So as a baseball fan, even though I'm a Braves fan, I mean, it'd be great if they win this year and then he starts it next year, but uh, uh, like just three consecutive seasons of Jacob deGrom, healthy wire to wire, right. and, a, and, and the Mets with an offense and a bullpen, even though I fucking hate the Mets. I just want to see what this guy can do. It sucks as a Same. baseball fan to not be able to see that. 100%. And if, you know, the Braves get eliminated in the playoffs like this year, I hate the Mets and all that stuff. But it's not like college football where I'm like, fucking, yeah. you know, the other team. Uh, like, I'll, I'll happily watch DeGrom and Scherzer pitch mm-hmm. in the World Series. Yeah, fuck yeah. The, uh, I mean, Jesus Christ, that's like, I don't know if there's been a one-two punch like that in the World Series since Randy Johnson and Kurt Schilling. You know what I mean? With uh, Arizona. Yeah. That's that. They single-handedly... Won all of that. Oh, completely. Their offense was terrible. What did they have? Luis Gonzalez? Yeah. And that's pretty much it. He sucked I think like a, like in the old, playoffs. Some, they had like some old balls, dude, too, that I can't remember. Maybe Matt Williams. They have old balls, Matt Williams, on that uh, team? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Their yeah offense like was, he, he was so bald that even his eyebrows were gone, <laughs> I think. Bob Brenly is your manager. And they barely won that World Series, too. Oh, they had, I mean, they walked it off in Game 7, but like... Because of Young Kyung Kyung Kim or Didn't he blow fuck? like three saves? Yeah, I mean, terrible. he was just... I remember Scott Brosh just walking him off one game mm-hmm. or something like that. That Yankees team was really good, too. Yeah, that was... The real... The most egregious part about that World Series is that... Um, that the Diamondbacks would do that to those 9-11 victims. Yeah, Who could true. have used the Yankees World yeah. Series win. Yeah. Well, fuck them. Uh... So the man, the the catcher was Damian Miller. Sick. No idea who that is. Uh, infielders were Jay Bell, Mark Grace, Matt Williams, and Tony Womack. All way past their fucking good. <laughs> way years. past their fucking prime. Those yeah. dudes, Grace and Williams, in a lineup in nineteen ninety three. Those two especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. would have been sick. Well, ninety four Williams had like thirty nine home runs before the break. Yeah. Um, yeah, but not this year. And then David DeLucci, Steve Finley, and Luis Gonzalez. Steve Finley also long in the tooth. Luis Gonzalez towards the end of his career as well. How did they win anything? I have no. Well, Kurt Schilling and Randy Johnson were their number one and two starting yeah. pitchers. That's how they won. I'm now. I'm just annoyed because you know the Braves lost to them in the NLCS that year. Mm-hmm. Kind of anno- We only won one game. How do we not take them? Well, to that's six what or I mean. Seven? When you have, uh, when you have. One and two guys that are that dominant or pretty dominant dudes, one, two, three. The other team has no – it's a razor-thin margin of error. You, you can't, can't lose games. You have to three, win every four. game you're supposed to win. Right. And if you don't, then you don't win the fucking series. That's how it fucked. works. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got the NL Central. Interesting division for a couple reasons. We could start from the bottom up again. Uh, the Reds. Talked about Luis Castillo. They've got a couple pieces. Molly uh, would be another mm-hmm. piece they might move. Um, he, for those who don't know, Molly is like I might be leading or close to leading the league in like K per nine. Uh, strikes out a ton of guys. ERA and WHIP don't look that good, but he's the type of thing where he might benefit from just being on a better team. Mm. It's possible. Yeah, certainly misses a ton of bats. My yeah. guess is there's going to be people calling about him. Maybe people who don't think they could afford Luis Castillo or think they can fix Molly and get him for cheaper and, yeah. you know, whatever. And who's that other kid the Cardinals have that throws gas? The Reds? Are uh, uh, the Reds, I mean, yeah. They have another one. I think a lefty. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, green? Yeah. 
He, yeah, throws absolute. I mean, like he is. But uh, he's all over the fucking place. He, yeah, he's, he's also twenty two years old though. So I mean, for I, a, I don't think he goes anywhere. No, that's a guy. Like that's the kind of guy that came from somewhere else and you put on the red so he can figure out how to fucking pitch. Right. I want to say I read an article. Uh, he walks everybody. I I want to. I think it was on Fangraphs. They were comparing him to Spencer Strider, and they both had because they both have insane velocity and stri- mm. strike out a ton of dudes. And they were like, "Why is one doing so well, not the other?" Because they project so similarly. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I forget what it said, but it was a great article. Well, he's got a one thirty five whip. Honestly, not terrible for it's a twenty two year old. It's not terrible, but it's not great. Not great when you throw when you give up a lot of home runs. To yeah. You. I, he's not going anywhere. I do think Molly and Castillo have a good chance of, of moving. Very possible. Uh, the Reds, I don't know. They're not going to do anything. Every, their fans hate their owners right now. Uh, I think the Reds actually have the poorest owner in North American sports. He's like not even a billionaire. Pathetic. Why? Then he needs to sell the team. Yeah, I know, right? become a billionaire. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but I don't know what the Reds are going to do. I mean, they're bad, so there's no hope for them. To, to perform, uh, I don't think they'll trade India. He's coming off a, you know, rookie of the year season. Um, it'd be funny if they traded Tommy Pham to San Francisco <laughs> just to create a little tension over there. You know what I mean? Oh, fuck. That'd be awesome. Um, I don't know if anybody is uh, missing a DH right now or needs a heavy lefty bat, but. Mustakas has been traded a bunch. Do you think Votto sticks around? Uh, Votto will end his career. I don't think he would allow a trade. You don't think he honest. wants? Yeah, I mean, he's got the ten five or whatever, all yeah. that stuff. But uh, you don't think he he wants to go win somewhere? He... No, because what if you don't? Then you're the guy that left. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I think he retires in Cincinnati and just does TikTok dances for the rest <laughs> of his life. I really like. Joe. I want an all character baseball team. Yeah. I want Joey Votto at first. Ozzy Albie's at second. Fucking Jock Peterson, one of the outfield positions. Oh, yeah. Just lunatics. Yes. Like the whole bring back uh, Turk Wendell so he can chew on licorice <laughs> and brush his teeth between innings. What are you doing behind me over here? He's just fitzing. Fucking fitzing around. Creepy bastard. Um, Kyle Farmer is another one that, that he's 31, plays pretty good defense at short, and uh, he's got a little pop in his bat. So yeah. if somebody's trying to round out their infield, maybe, or they got an injury, he's a guy that might go. But yeah. otherwise, I think you're right. It's probably just. Probably just um, Molly. And maybe Castillo. So Maybe that, Castillo, yeah. I mean, that's going to be a... I think that would be a bigger haul. Castillo? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think you need to move him absolutely if you're the Reds and get what you can. Mm. Next up is the Cubs. They have one piece that is uh, uh, more interesting than anything. This is another one the Mets are rumored to add, Is that and that's Wilson Contreras. The Mets ha- do not have a catcher. No, I mean, they they've got one, but he's not been healthy and when he has been healthy he's not performed right. very well so McCann is is he's not been been great so yeah I mean that would be I, I would I would be surprised if they don't if they don't get him which is interesting because there's other pieces they could go after like uh, Ben Attendi or uh, Castillo but do they have the capital and trade bait to be able to do both of those things mm-hmm. I don't think so and I think it's probably more important to get uh, Wilson Contreras than it is to get Luis Castillo. I, oh, I would totally agree. I, they they don't need a starting pitcher. No. Even their dudes who've been you know filling in or the back end guys who've had to become front end guys. Yeah. They've all been great. Bassett. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if things are going well, don't disrupt that shit. But you can bring in a catcher to, to help that 
process for yeah. sure. I think their rotation's fine. Even their bullpen, obviously their their closer's great, but uh, Diaz or whatever. But I don't think they. I don't think arms are what they need. No, not necessarily. But they may like uh, if they're putting together a trade with the Cubs, they may grab Robertson, who's had a pretty good year yeah. in the back end of their bullpen and something like that. But he would just be a setup guy. Yeah, if they brought him over. So you know, you got to deal with that bullshit um and the cubs they're just in a weird rebuild somehow the pirates are in third place in this division i don't even know anything about the pirates i don't know what, like what all the, everything they have from what i remember from our series with them is so young that they wouldn't trade it right like they don't really yeah. have like a, a interesting veteran or a guy about to come off a contract <clears throat> yeah and they're uh cabrian hayes is probably their best young player. He hasn't put together a full season yet. This will be his first full, and he's 25. So um, I don't think anybody's going to give up enough for that dude to make it worth no. sending him somewhere else, considering how young he is. Um, some of their other young guys, O'Neill Cruz, he's like a seven-foot-tall shortstop. Like, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on there. Uh, and Vogelbach, I don't know. Like you, how, do you, how does he get on the plane? Yeah. He's a he is a large is, like he'll like he. This they, is my prediction. He's twenty nine years old right now. A guy that's in the kind of shape that he's in will probably be retired by thirty five or thirty six, mm-hmm. and then by thirty eight he'll have lost a foot to diabetes. A hundred percent. Fucking fat. Yeah. Like he makes Rowdy Telez look like yeah. pretty like lean. What it's like a fucking Midwest. Our National League Central kind of deal. What the fuck is going on? I don't. I mean, I understand. Like Vogelbach, I assume is just like only eating that place that puts French fries on the sandwich, which is by oh, the way, Permani Brothers. Yeah, 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 probably. Yeah, like it's just like a trough full of Permani Brothers sandwiches. By the way, Bryce Wilson that we sent over to the Pirates uh, for a, that reliever. Yeah, uh, in twenty one, he's uh, he's doing well. So he's started. Nine games, pitched in 12. He's got a 6.52 ERA, a 165 whip. Another reason to trust Alex Anthopoulos. Yeah. And look, I'll always love Bryce uh, Wilson for that start in the NLCS in Mm. 2020. Just fucking hucking fastballs at the Dodgers and somehow winning that game. But, you know, it was time to That was just one of those things where they hadn't seen him yet. Yeah. And we got lucky, I think. So now the teams that matter in the division, the Cardinals and the Brewers. Start with the Cardinals because they are in second place by a half game. Cardinals are on the short list for Juan Soto. What, who else is on his short what, Short list, like his short list? No, the rumored short list. Oh, I list. see. Well, who the fuck are they going to give up for him? Dude, the Cardinals find a way. Who'd they give up for fucking Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt? Now, how are they going to carry those three contracts? Because Goldschmidt is going to be around for a while. Arenado is going to be around a little bit longer than him. I mean, money's not a problem for the card. I know it's a it's a mid-market city, but it's not a mid-market team. Like, that team prints money. Goldschmidt's probably got another five years left yeah. there. Arenado probably has another eight to ten years left there, right? Eight years. Yeah. Considering his athleticism, probably eight years. I mean, look, that'd be a great fucking pickup, wouldn't it? It definitely would be... Those uh, three in the middle of, the, of your lineup, those three are hitting two, three, four, and then you surround that with, you know, O'Neal, Tommy Edmond, yeah. shit like that, uh, the ghost of Yadier Molina. And, <laughs> well, he's retiring after this year, right? Yeah, well, I guess just for the rest of this season. Yeah. Um, I forget who else is on that 
team off the top uh, of my head, but I mean they have yeah, Pez, the guy that was oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he's legit. That kid's gonna be good. That is a terrifying fucking lineup. Yeah. And they look, they're uh Wainwright's having a good year. Mikolas is having a good year. The rest of this rotation is not very good. No, the rest of the rotation's garbage. So they they they're like they might win a first round playoff series or they might like a wild card playoff play in game or whatever the fuck, but they're not gonna win. They're not gonna go deep into the playoffs. Uh Jordan Hicks. I don't understand how you can be that talented and suck that bad. I mean uh, he just gotta figure it out, man. He yeah. he throws hundred and three miles per hour routinely and just he can't no get control out. No control. He's walked twenty four people in thirty six innings. Like holy shit. That's yeah. almost your whole whip as a reliever, that's almost your entire whip right there. Right. Uh, just got to get it under control, but he's only 25. I mean, I feel like th- at some point this dude will figure it out and he'll have like three or four or five years in a row of 40 plus saves probably. Yeah. I mean, he's dude, I, I would take him. I would oh, absolutely yeah. take a flyer on Jordan Hicks. No fucking problem that the velocity alone is mm-hmm. worth it. I kind of think so the car, if you can get Juan Soto, you, you get Juan Soto full sure, stop. Yeah. Um, but who do they, I mean, I don't know what they, what their asset situation is in the farm, but I I have I've had plenty of faith they can find a way. To, any team can find a way to do that. It's more who the Nationals feel comfortable sending them to, or not more, but as much that. Um, same question with the Brewers. So, like, who do you think do the Cardinals add to the rotation? The rotation's what's really a glaring weakness. The offense isn't that bad. Yeah, it's it's not. Um, I mean, Goldschmidt's the MVP front runner. Arenado, he's racking up a lot of wins of replacement from his defense, but he's also the best fucking defensive third baseman yep. in baseball, and he can fucking rake as well. Mm-hmm. So, and but with Ipez and like I said, Edmund O'Neill that type of stuff, like the lineup's not a concern. Obviously, Soto, that's not a one year thing. That's that's a, a career long thing. Like that's for for the franchise. But you would think if they want to win this year in particular, or if they want to take the division, they need help in the rotation. Now, the thing with that, though, is they're not going to get anyone from the Reds. No, they wouldn't do that. I mean, that maybe, but no, the Reds really stupid. hate the Cardinals. Yeah. They will not send players to the Cardinals. So I, where do they find pitching? I mean, I mean there's, there's pitching in the American League as well. There's that kid from, or, uh, from Oakland, but he got a cortisone shot in his elbow. That's not usually a good sign. No. Oh yeah. Was it that he, they were, they're a front runner for him potentially. And then you've got, uh, I think the Diamondbacks have two pitchers, Bumgarner and someone else who are uh, trade targets for a lot of the league. Bumgarner, by the way, is one. I would not be surprised at the Braves adding. No, I, so I think the Braves are one of the few teams he could go to. And, and the reason is because Bumgarner has made quite a few enemies over the years. Yeah. I think a mid season trade for him without a grace period for him to get to know the guys and be like, Hey, I'm not your enemy anymore would be, a problem on most teams. <laughs> Not the Braves, though. They don't care. And also, he would fit in well in the area and the clubhouse, I think. Yeah. Like, they they would definitely... He's from Braves country. Yeah, they would like him. Yeah. He's from, what, uh, Greensboro, North Carolina? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Like that, or Hickory, I believe. Hickory, North Carolina. Um, yeah, on to the Brewers. Man, pitching-wise, they don't need a whole lot of help. No. They've got even the, the middle part of their bullpen, Devin Williams and Brad Boxberger, and then they have fucking Josh Hader in, in the back end and... Burns and Woodruff up front. Even Eric Lauer's having a good year. Um, not getting a whole lot of support, but he's got a one one six whip and a three sixty four ERA. So, you know, you got right right, uh, or uh, uh, yeah, right right left. 
that are pretty good, one, two, three, like that. Yeah. That you're pretty set up there, but that offense is bullshit. It's so fucking bad. I mean, I'm surprised that Willie Adamas has 19 home runs. He's their leader. I assumed their home run leader was going to have like fucking 11 or yeah. 15. Telez, you know, he'll he's hit really home, streaky. He'll hit home runs, but yeah, he's batting 227, yeah. a 305 on base percentage. He's not giving you anything other than connecting with the bat. Their best on base percentage on the fucking team is Kristen Yelich at 347. Yeah, that's bad. That's fucking awful. I mean, they need a bat. Yeah, if they they, if they they need two bats to be they honest. They really do. If they are serious at all about winning, and they're not just dragging their fucking fans along, they need to, they need to do something. They they could have potentially won. I think they lost to the Dodgers in an NLCS in eighteen or nineteen, mm. something like that. Lost to a Braves team that they could have easily beaten last year, and and you know I mean with the pitching they have. They're a threat in every series. Yeah. You just need a little bit of help. Yeah. Like, yeah. they, I don't understand why they haven't moneyballed it. When you got a front end of the rotation like that and a great closer, why aren't you just getting high on-base percentage guys to fill out your fucking – it doesn't make any sense. Put, who, whoever's running the front office for the Brewers fucking sucks. It's not good. I mean, this is bad. It's not. It's almost, it almost feels like they're good by accident. Yeah. But not, not very Well, they're good because they have three pitchers that they drafted that are really fucking good. Four pitchers, I guess, that they drafted that are extremely good. Yeah. Otherwise, they would be doing nothing. So who do you think wins this division? Uh, I think the Cardinals win this division. I think so, too. I, I don't see how the Brewers outlast them unless they make a, a serious deal for a bat or two bats. Yeah, I agree. Cause because, and, and it feels like the Brewers... The Cardinals really could make just one move. One pitching move, yeah. And they're good to go. Yeah. The Brewers need two or three moves to add to that lineup. <laughs> yeah. Um, NL West, Dodgers are going to win that. I think that's pretty much good to go. What moves? Are, uh, well, we'll start at the bottom, but the Dodgers are going to win that. Um, Diamondbacks, they're probably sellers. Uh, not probably. I mean, they're not good. So Bumgarner, I would guess, would be a good they could probably get some good stuff for that. He's kind of useless to them, except to eat innings. Um, and then there's one other dude they have. Yeah, but Bumgarner is a fucking... One, he's a stud. Yeah. But more importantly, he's a stud in the playoffs. He's right. he's one of the pitchers that even when he has a an off year and with a four ERA in the postseason, or in the regular season, he still shows up in the postseason. If you're a team out there that's in contention, you, you want to get Madison fucking Bumgarner in your team. Like, if I'm... The Cardinals or the Braves, I'm definitely looking at him right now. Oh, 100%. Uh, even the Mets, I'm looking at him. Although, I don't think he would do well in New York. Like, I don't think he would no. even, I don't think he would accept that trade, no. to be honest. He's like a quiet John Rocker in many well, ways. Well, he likes to yell at people. And that's, <laughs> I, guess, I mean, I guess, I guess maybe he would fit in in New York if he just changed his accent instead of doing yeah. it in a southern accent. Dude, uh, the Diamondbacks actually are loaded up. On a st- on their starting staff, like look at the listen the stats this year. Zach Davies has their fourth most innings pitch, eighty innings, innings pitch, three nine four ERA, one one nine WHIP. Zach Gallen three five six ERA, one zero eight WHIP. Bumgarner three eight three ERA, one forty WHIP. I don't know what the deal with that is. And then Merrill Kelly three twenty six ERA, one twenty one WHIP. Mm. The youngest of them is like twenty five or twenty six. Mo- yeah. These guys are like old. I think Gallon's so Gallon's twenty six. And Davies is twenty nine. Like these guys aren't going to be there. And Bumgarner, obviously, when the Diamondbacks start winning again, dude, they could they 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 need to trade a, probably one or more of those dudes and get some fucking prospects. Yeah, 
A hundred percent. And then also, if you look at their lineup, they're nowhere close to being a good baseball team. Like nowhere close. No, no. They could say. I mean, they should be. They should be moving two to three of these starting pitchers. Uh, So yeah, that's all I'll say about them. The Rockies. What what the fuck are the Rockies? Like honestly, Chris Bryant is on that team for some reason. Money. Yeah, I don't fuck. That's I don't even care about them. Two interesting ones said the Dodgers are going to win, but we'll talk about them in a second. Well, wait, is is do you think anybody on the Rockies is in play? I don't know. Like Blackman is a guy that has a pretty good year every year, but he does more in Coors Field than he does outside of it. Yeah. Uh, CJ Crone is a fucking stud. That dude is uh, very, very underrated. Like his, he hits the ball very hard. Uh, He doesn't know how to lift as well. Because if he did, he would fucking hit a lot more home runs. But he he hit 30 in fucking Tampa Bay. And yeah. he hit 25 in uh, in Minnesota. And th- that was in 140 and 125 games, respectively. So he's not just a Coors Field guy. This right. is a dude that can actually hit home runs. He might be on the market. But I don't know who needs a first baseman. That's kind of a solidified position for most contenders already. Yeah. And, well, and well, here's the thing with this, though, is like uh, I don't know what they're going to do. Like, who do they think they are? They just signed Chris Bryant in the offseason. And he's only played 33 games this year. Right. But, like, yeah, like, I, I don't know what the Rock. I don't know what the Rockies' fucking heads No, that's is. like somebody signing fucking uh, Russell Westbrook or somebody like that on a shitty team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's happened before. Or not Westbrook. Who's the other guy? Not guard from. God damn it. Harden, not Paul, not Wall. Uh, well, maybe this Brad Beal. Yeah, Beal. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Beal is just like a guy who's gonna score twenty eight points a game and bring puts asses in seats. Yeah, but you're not winning just by signing him. And no, that. Yeah, I never understood that move. I, it didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, so I don't. I can't. I have no prediction about the Rockies because I again I don't know yeah. who they think they are. Um, now, the the Padres are pretty interesting because yes. Um, two weeks ago, oh, I'm I'm sorry. It was uh, the 17th, I think. Yeah, sixteenth or seventeenth. He started with the Dodgers. He started. He's hitting hitting in the cage now. Oh, Tatis. Yeah, yeah. Which means he's gonna he'll hit in the cage and then take then do live BP. Then he'll go do like a fucking seven to ten game rehab assignment. Then he'll be back in the majors. Um, so we're looking at about a month. So he'll be around. Middle August, middle to late August, mm-hmm. he should be back. And we've seen what happens when he comes back off of injury. I mean, I, I don't want to typecast a guy, but it seems like when he comes back, he fucking loses his mind and just destroys yeah. pitching. Um, I don't think and they now have they can enough, DH him. Yeah, I don't know that they have enough juice to catch the Dodgers. I don't think anybody does. I mean, they're no. they're only ten and a half games back. I know that sounds like a lot, but the Braves remember in ninety. Uh, what was it 93 Three. came back from 13 and a half games yeah. out um, in the same amount of time. Well, I guess that was the beginning of July, but it should um, be noted when they started their series with the Dodgers less than a month ago, they were one and a half out. Mm. So they've been sliding pretty hard. Yeah. And I'm not really sure who that team is either. Like they picked, they, like, so they have, Musgrove and Darvish up front, who they had for a couple of years, but the back end of the rotation is Manea, Snell, and Clevenger, all kind of like rehab projects. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Manea's got a 4.11 ERA. He's not done well in the National League. Uh, Blake Snell has had some flashes of brilliance, but he's got a 5.22 ERA. And then Clevenger actually, I think, has shown quite a bit of promise. He's still kind of getting the feel for it. So mm-hmm. they may have three pretty decent starters on the front end. Um, I don't know much about Rogers, their uh, closer, but he seems to be having a pretty good year. Um, and then their lineup is pretty good. I mean, especially when you bring <laughs> Luke Voigt has been a fucking complete tragedy for them. I don't, I don't know what they expected out of him, but this is what you should expect about 25 to 30 home runs in 120 games and a 220 average. Yeah. He's like, he's Adam Duvall basically, Yeah, but he can't play defense. Their two first basemen on their roster, Voight and Hosmer, are just like tragedy. Hey, maybe they'll hit up yeah. the Rockies about Crone. Maybe. Um, That'd be a good one for them. But, I mean, yeah, having the ability to put uh, to, to put uh, Tatis at DH is a, big, is a big deal because, you know, Cam has played good at shortstop for them. I don't think they want to. They don't want to put him back at shortstop. Yeah. He's not good there, and I and I don't think just for the sake of his body they want to put him in the outfield right now. Yeah, he he will probably DH for the rest of the year. Well, I mean um, that's what I would do. Like you just signed him to a million years and a fucking billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Like just just let it go. I don't think they're gonna do. I don't think they'll be able to catch the Dodgers, and I don't. I'm not sure if they're gonna make a, a move at all either. Uh, they may go after somebody like Crone to solidify for his base, but. Um, you know, basically with – if you bring – when Tatis Jr. comes back, you're essentially going to have a platoon of Voight and Hosmer at first base mm-hmm. now. So do you – what kind of move do you make there? I don't know. And do you even platoon it? Because, I mean, in terms of defense, Hosmer is exceptionally better than, than Voight. Yeah, he's quite a bit better, but Voight's better at hitting home runs. Yeah. Uh, Hard to say. I think the Padres probably maintain course and, and hold on to a wild card spot, though. Granted, they have a you know they have to play the Dodgers and the Giants a bunch, yeah. but it just feels like they have they're just so deep in all mm-hmm. the everywhere really that I don't know why. But they did kind of collapse last year they under did. these exact same circumstances, yep. so we'll see. Yeah, I mean, maybe that was a learning experience for them. Uh, next up is the Giants, another good candidate I think to add Madison Bumgarner. Maybe I mean is it was his choice to leave, right? I guess, yeah. I mean, he left in free agency. They didn't want him back or something. Um, different GM now, I believe. Or maybe it was the, that was a GM that let him go. Uh, but the Giants, they've regressed from last year's insane season. But they're still really good. Like, they're still in the playoff hunt. They're still a talented team. They need a starting pitcher. Yeah, if they can move Cobwood or Eunice out of the starting rotation, that would definitely be a boon for them. Yeah, that would be an immediate improvement. I mean, Webb and Radon are as good as a one-two as you could ask for. Yeah, they're weird. Yeah, and not necessarily going to dominate. I don't know what Radon's done in the playoffs, but Webb. I mean, pitched well in the playoffs. Maybe he's had bad luck. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, he pitched Game Five that they lost in, in the NLDS last year. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it wasn't wasn't him. Um, let's see. Radon started one game for the White Sox last postseason and gave up two runs and 2.2 innings and then got pulled that's some that sounds like some larusa shit yeah that i don't know that you can really blame that on him yeah larusa he, he's he's not really with it anymore <laughs> um but yeah logan webb is is good and, and and radon is good like that's a if you're going into the playoffs man 
those two guys, you add another, you add Bumgarner to that as much as that would like excite the crowd as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? And get the team fired up. Like uh, some of these guys that played with him for a while, Belt, Longoria, Crawford. I think that would be a good deal for them. Yeah. A really good deal for them. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know that he wants to go back there. Mm-hmm. Like if there's one player in Major League Baseball who I'm sure their politics would prevent them from going to a place like San Francisco, he's definitely one of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? But the, the opportunity to win a third World Series with that franchise, fourth World Series with that franchise would be a... Yeah. What do you do, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think... I'm going to flip-flop this and say, actually, I think the Giants are more likely to make the playoffs than the Padres. I think the Padres need to prove me, prove to me that they can do it for a full sure. season. Sure. Well, I mean... Is Even the, though I do like the Padres team better. Is the... I, all things being equal, the question to me is, uh, will Radone and Webb perform better in the playoffs than Musgrove and you Darvish? And the answer is 100% yes. Yeah. So then you're looking down the rest of this lineup, and I don't see a whole lot of difference. I mean, you might get the big spark. You're going to get great production out of Machado. You might get the big spark out of Tatis Jr., but for the rest of that lineup, like Cronenworth is good. But You get more uh, difficult professional ABs out of the Giants. Yeah. Up and down that lineup. Like, there's yeah. no easy outs. I mean, you uh, and uh, against them, you kind of have to pit, maybe pitch to contact just to fucking because they're not gonna you're not gonna yeah. strike them out. You're not gonna get them looking type of thing. And you got Jock, which is always big, a wild card. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. As uh, weird as that sounds, I said the same thing back in the day. Whenever anybody had uh, Craig Council, yeah, like if he's on your team, you got a chance to win. I don't yeah. know why. Doesn't make sense. Just fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, next up, got the AL East. The Yankees seem to be running away with that completely and totally. They already have 64 wins. Yeah, but, you know, in their last 10 games, they're 3-7. and seven. Yeah, uh, some of it was against the Astros, I believe. Yeah. But they've played, played some good teams. Do you, I mean, do you think anyone can catch the Yankees? No. I don't think, I don't think that's possible, no. I mean, I mean the Astros might take the number one seat from them, and I think they actually probably will. But I yeah. don't, in the AL East, not not one prayer. Nobody's coming back from twelve games. No, uh, this late in the season against a team with that kind of offense. Um, but they have been playing kind of shitty lately, and uh, Aaron Boone being the fragile. Yeah, what did he say? What did he, he get is. mad about? I don't understand it because Brett, like we know Brett, he's got a really fun baseball podcast. He's yeah. on Barstool and shit all the time. Total fucking dude. <laughs> Just shoots the shit. Cool. Aaron just seems like super. Maybe it's the the weight of being the manager of the Yankees. I, that sounds right. stupid, but that's a thing. You know what I mean? That just makes him insecure or whatever. But he's like, some reporter asked him, like, oh, you lost the season series 5-2 to the to the Astros. He goes, oh, it's just, this is in October. Like, he was trying to, like, kind of tough guy, tough guy it, but it wasn't working. Like you ain't been in the trenches. Yeah. Like, dude, the Astros have wiped you guys out in the playoffs right. the last couple of years. What the fuck are you talking about? They're the best team in the American League in the last five years. They're the best team in the American League this year, too, I think. But uh, time will tell on that. We'll see how the Yankees progress. Um, they're not going to have the same. Like, the, the Mets offense is clearly regressing mm-hmm. and has been for the last two months. I don't know that that's going to be a problem with the fucking Yankees unless they have injuries. Their offense is goddamn ridiculous. Yeah. I would be more concerned with them. I mean, it's their starting pitching that should regress, if anything. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be surprising to me. Look, Garrett Cole and Talon, Talon, however you say his goddamn name, have been really good all year. Cortez is starting to come back to earth a little bit. Um, He's had... 
he spent like the first half of the season with a 150 ERA, and now people are just I, I believe probably all of his shenanigans yeah are I hate him I hate him so much like people that try to do little weird shit like that to to uh, it's so annoying yeah the shit fucking pitch dude and if you can't do it get the fuck off the field any anytime someone nibbles Will Smith does it all the time by the way any, anytime I see a nibbler I just go fucking insane I'm not even just talking about the nibbling I'm talking about changing like if you're in the stretch and you're changing up your delivery to confuse the runner. That's one thing. But if you're like doing a different wind up every single time Shouldn't against the be best legal. hitters, no, like anything you do to deceive the hitter is supposed to be an automatic ball. Right. So that means literally every fucking pitch he throws should be a ball. I hate it. It's, it, I mean, I hate it when Jansen did it and I really, he's on our team now, but it still, it still doesn't really, still don't really love it. Well, he's, I think he does it to make sure that his weight stays over his body now because right. he used to be completely out of control, and that's dangerous for hitters because he throws pretty hard. But here's um, <clears throat> Cortez, his June ERA, 415, his July ERA so far, 324. So it's nowhere near what he did earlier in the season. I think he's a, his career ERA, I believe, is uh, right, what is he? It's uh, 393. So that's about that's the pitcher he really is, is the fucking high. Right threes era guy you'll see that i don't know if that regression will be with that offense i don't think it's going to be enough to really affect them as long as um jameson whatever the fuck continues uh to pitch well and he has been pitching well um yeah he's been great i mean i I don't know what else they could ask out of him but it does strike me as the type of rotation i see on paper and i'm like or i just see the names or whatever and i'm like all right yeah and it's like a great regular season rotation but like do you feel comfortable with them in october yeah, and the the bigger question for their pitching staff is: Will Chapman be their closer? Yeah, by the end of the year. I mean, he's not right now. Clay Holmes is closing for them. And he's been doing a really good job of it too. But look, if you've got Chapman and you can use Chapman, you want to use him. Um, that's the only. I don't know if the. I don't think the Yankees need to make any moves though. I don't think they do either. I mean, you never know. They could go after Soto or add a pitcher like Castillo, or whatever. Just I mean, the Yankees are always on the table for doing something. Um, who else from this division makes the playoffs? All four, all every single team in this division is in contention. The fucking Orioles are three and a half games out of a wild card spot right now. Um, now I, I don't expect them to be buyers, but now they might not be sellers. Uh, you know, to be honest, I would have to do the math on the remaining games and who they're against. Mm-hmm. Like if they had, I, so, I don't know if they had a heavy, if the teams at the bottom, the Red Sox and Orioles had a heavy ALE schedule in the first half. Right. And now in the second half, they're going to be able to play Central and West teams. It would be really interesting if all five of these teams made the fucking playoffs. That would be, be really funny. But I don't think it'll happen. I think... Uh, <sighs> so I think I think the most I can make it would be four out of five. Yeah. So somebody would be left on, on the outside looking yeah. in. It'll, f- the Orioles would be left on the outside looking in. Dude, it'd sure. be funny if it was the Red Sox. It's or, possible, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think the... the Blue Jays have been on a pretty good slide as well. They just fired their coach before the break. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, I, but there really isn't much other competition. It really could be most of the division makes it. The Mariners have played their way into uh, the wild card by winning 14 games in a row, just like the Braves did to mm-hmm. play their way back into the division. Um, and then you got the Guardians who, I mean, we'll talk about those teams in a sec. But um, my guess is Tampa makes the playoffs. And then 
I think the rest of this division kind of eats itself a little bit. It's possible, yeah. I, I think we might end up with only one other team in, in the playoffs. Because uh, I do... I mean, between the White Sox, Guardians, and, and Mariners, uh, I mean, those are all solid teams. I, I don't... You're certainly I, you're certainly not going to get three AL, AL East teams in the wild card. But, you know... I, I, I don't think so. Because I think there's probably going to be too many AOEs matchups in yeah. the second half to allow that. Yeah. So uh, I don't think the I don't think the Blue Jays will be able to hang on. I don't think so either. I just do not like. I, I just don't have a good feeling about them. Yeah. A very scientific take, but uh, yeah. Uh, AL Central, another interesting race. White Sox, Guardians, and Twins all in a dogfight for it with the Twins in the lead. Tigers and Royals out of it. Uh, Royals probably selling Ben Attendee. They don't really have much else to sell. No. I mean, maybe Grinky if somebody wants to buy him for a little bit, but do you really want to fucking deal with that bullshit? No. Having him throwing uh, baseballs at fans and shit? <laughs> I mean, it's no. kind of funny, but he's his, he, I, this is probably going to be his last year, I would imagine. You would think so. And just let him be be weird in Kansas City. It's yeah. fine. They'll move Ben Attendee. That's it. I don't know what the Tigers are going to do. Um I don't know what they really even have to move. I think the Tigers are just kind of hanging out until uh, Cabrera retires, to be honest. Yeah, I get that feeling as well. Um, Yeah, I just don't see a lot because they're obviously not going to move Cabrera. I mean, you know, maybe... Like, they don't even have, like, a lot of guys hitting home. Javi Baez, maybe. Mm. Uh, But he's he's got 18 homers if he's hitting 216 and his on-base range is 253, like, gross. There's no one on this team I even want. Miguel Cabrera is leading them in on base percentage at 326. Yeah. That's it's fucking next. Not great. Uh so the White Sox are interesting. Do they make any moves? Do they do anything? I mean, that roster's fucking loaded. They're obviously Sans Rodon this year, so their rotation's a little uh lighter than it was last year, but I mean they're loaded. They should be way better than they are. This is kind of like the Braves last year in a lot of ways. Uh yeah. It is. They've definitely underperformed. I think, honestly, kind of surprised they haven't fired Larusa and brought in another manager. I don't understand why they haven't done it yet. Cause it's real, real bizarre. If you had to, if I had to lay this on anybody, it would be on him. Yep. No, I agree with that. I mean, now granted, you know, they're not getting a lot of, you know, Lance Lynn's been hurt. They have Keuchel, but you wouldn't expect anything out of him. Eloy um, Jimenez has been hurt again all fucking year. Like, this dude can't stay on the field. Yeah. They only have one pitcher who's pitched over 100 innings, and that's mm. Dylan Cease. Giolito not had a good year. Kopech has had a good year. Cueto's been great for them. Cueto's one of those dudes who's mm. going to pitch. Cueto's going to be more of a Bartolo Colon than a, uh, yeah. than a Justin Verlander, but I feel like he's going to pitch forever. Yeah, for sure. But he's a good back of the, yes. back of the rotation guy. And as far as offense goes... They've, their um, lineup's loaded. Yeah, uh, between Abreu, Anderson, and uh, Robert, they they've got a that's a good fucking punch right there. Uh, it's dude. Even I mean, I guess Andrew Vaughn's been good too. AJ Pollock's had a little bit of a down year, but as far as a platoon guy goes, I yeah. think he's good. Uh, Yon Moncada has not been that great, and neither has Yasmani Grandal. Both of them have um, missed time and all that. I mean, yeah. like a, a fully healthy White Sox team. Uh, Eloy Jimenez too, absolutely dangerous. Uh, yeah, they we'll need, see though. He's da- he's been hurt most of the year. Now he's day to day again. Yeah, I, they needed to add a starting pitcher. 
just probably, give, but I, is it worth it at this point? Like, I, I don't know. I get maybe you give it a couple of weeks to see how you perform after the break, and if you do well, you get a starting pitcher, and if you don't, you fire Tony Larusa and yeah. get a new manager. Probably, do that's probably how they're going to go. Do the Twins hold on? Uh, yeah, they don't have any choice because their highest salaried player is a guy that can opt out after the year. I think you got to make a run this year, and and this is the first year that Byron Buxton's actually been healthy for the yeah. most part. Um, even though he's only going to play in 130 games, but he's going to hit 40 home runs. It's like the most talented dude of all time. It's yeah, he's insane. Uh, he he, there's a good chance uh, that this motherfucker is uh, could have been multiple 40 40 years. Uh, just never could stay on the field. But he's what, having a, yeah, yeah, he's having a good year this year between um, <clears throat> between him and fucking uh, uh, Correa. There, I mean, they look good. You know, and uh, I don't know how to say their first baseman's name, Luis something, Arrays or some shit. Yeah. I don't even know how to spell it. But he's doing really well. Uh, Kepler's having a good year, playing extremely good defense in the outfield. Jorge Polanco's doing pretty well. Uh, and they've got, you know, Gary Sanchez, who's – if you – he's a good – he's a big target to throw to as a catcher, and – uh you know, he's going to hit you probably 20 home runs. That's more than a lot of people get out of their catcher. Oh, a lot fucking. Um, but their rotation is like, it's like if you were in a fantasy league and you chose, you just picked all your starters at the end. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Sonny Gray is your number one starter. That's not. But here's the thing, though. Sonny Gray, 116 whip. Three, they, have, yeah. he, they have no starters qualified for the ERA title. Yeah. None of them have pitched enough. Yeah. Joe, How, Joe Ryan's the same. However, you know. Archer, three four one ERA, one two six whip. Yeah, like you said, Ryan ERA under three, really low whip. They've got dudes. They need a starting pitcher. They, yeah, yeah, they definitely need one. I don't know what their their farm capital is, but I if they aren't in on Luis Castillo, they're fucking crazy or Bumgarner or something. Just any like, I don't think they need a lot. I think to just get just buy punch your ticket, get into the fucking playoffs. You've got a great lineup. And you've got a serviceable rotation. You got to think about it this way too. So, as I said, their highest salary player is Carlos Correa. He can opt out after this year or next year. If you want to keep him there, you got to make moves. Yep. You got to make moves to show him they're committed to winning. Otherwise, he's going to fucking go to the Braves or some shit. Because he you know is I mean? literally only used to basically yeah. playing in October. Yep. Um, yeah, I think the Twins hold on. The Guardians are interesting to me. I think they probably end up missing the playoffs. But they kind of strike me as just like a poor man's Tampa Bay, like just really good at bargain building. Yeah, and to be honest, uh, you know, if they can avoid the temptation to sell off some of these guys a year or two from now, might be if they can keep like Ahmed Rosario, for example, is if you can get a full season out of that dude, you're probably looking at like 100 runs, uh, 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 sixty to seventy RBI out of your leadoff spot. You know he's going to steal you forty bases. You know, and, and he's you know he plays good defense at shortstop. Um, and you've got him next to Jose Ramirez, who just locked down long term. And you've got Clase, who's young. Your pitching staff, Bieber and Tr- and yeah. and McKenzie, who, who are your younger guys, are are pretty good. You're like a you're you've got a good foundation now. If you can resist the urge to sell off all your pieces right now and, and continue building and then maybe spend some money in free agency, you know, 
in the next couple of years, they could be a fucking good team. And that's, that is a perennially weak division as Always. well. So Always. I think the Twins hold on this year. I think the White Sox make a run. Yeah. I think the Guardians are kind of left on the outside. Uh, AL West, only two contenders here. The A's are going to be sellers as usual. Yeah, the A's, uh, to be honest, are sellers even when they're winning sometimes. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Montaz is the number one starter. He just got a shot in his elbow the other day. We'll see if he sticks around. I know he was a big target of the Cardinals yeah. uh, prior to that. Um, otherwise, as, as far as hitters go. I mean, you know, Cole Irvin, by the way, having a good year as well. Yeah, um, but, you know, it's kind of an outlier for him. Yeah. Uh, as far as hitters go... Maybe Sean Murphy, their catcher, he's got a little pop. He's like a 15 to 20 home run guy. Great on base uh, guy. Good on base guy. Or no, uh, I'm sorry. No, he's awful at that. I was reading his slugging percentage. No, he's 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 okay. I mean, for a 239 hitter to have an, a 309 on base percentage, that's actually pretty decent. Yeah. You're like almost 100 points up. Uh, uh, pretty good receiver, uh, and he's only 27. Somebody that wants to, to keep – to make a move at catcher like the Mets, for example, that's a really cheap deal they could make that would immediately improve their position. Yeah, if Contreras is the asking price yeah. is too high. Um, but the rest of these guys, it's, like somebody might make a move on Elvis Andrews if their entire infield is hurt and they yep. need a guy to fucking eat up some innings uh, in the infield, but that's it for them. They have nobody left. It's, it's, it's brutal. I mean, uh, this is... I, I, I'm struggling to recognize names on this team except for people that who I know from being traded. Right, like Christian Betancourt and Pache. Uh, Pache and Piscotti and people like that. Jed Lowry, like how the fuck did he find his way to Oakland? Yeah, it's fucking gross. I mean, look, they've got some dudes, they got some relievers, I guess. Zach Jackson's eighteen holds, two nine five ERA. Uh, yeah, Dan but I'm su- I'm immediately suspicious of reliever performance in Oakland. Yeah, because one, that ballpark is fucking huge. Yep, and two, if you're a reliever in Oakland, you're probably not pitching meaningful innings very yep. frequently. Yeah, I agree with all that. Um, the Angels are just a tragedy. Yeah, we're playing them this uh, three game series. Tony goes tonight. That'll be interesting. I mean, we have some. Th- so this is going to be. We haven't talked about this yet about this matchup tonight, but this will be really interesting to me because he throws gas and we have a couple of dudes that really like hitting gas. Like Acuna really likes hitting fastballs. Uh, Ozuna, Duvall, they really like, I don't know if Duvall will even start, but I kind of, I would, I would probably start him over Rosario. Well, tonight. Rosario likes fastballs as well. Yeah, that's true, but and not jumps like, on him. Duvall hits fastballs over his head out of the park. Sometimes yeah. um, this would be a good matchup, but Otani doesn't just throw a fastball. He throws like 15 fucking pitches. So. <laughs> right. Um, and it's it'll be nice to see him hit. Who's pitching for us tonight? Uh, Morton. Mm. So, advantage Angels there, but... Yeah. Uh, well, Morton's just been giving up the dinger a lot lately. So, this could be an interesting game. Luckily, Trout's still out. Yeah. <laughs> so, there's only going to be three or four home runs tonight. Um, uh, but anyways, yeah, the Angels... They're I mean, not sellers. I don't know what they would sell. No, they're, they they want to keep this team together and you know maybe add pieces. It's not like they're going to send Syndergaard off or anything. So no, I mean and, and Pat. Patrick Sandoval is a good pitcher too. Uh, just kind of learning how to to be an everyday like top of the rotation pitcher. He's young. Yeah, uh, he's had he had good success last year in a, in a half season, and so far this ha- the first half of this season's had good success as well. Um, and then you know Syndergaard, I think is just trying to find his way back still. Yeah. I think I, I, I think next year he's going to have a really good season, but this year you're just going to get kind of like 
it's it's almost like it's still spring training for him, which I understand because he missed some pretty significant time. Yeah. Um, as far as the rest of their lineup goes, uh, you know, Jared Walsh is putting up Jared Walsh numbers, like 220 hitter with 15 or 20 home runs. That's yep. what you should expect out of him. But they're not going to send any money anywhere. No. They're not going to buy. No. And they don't have, like, I mean, who who would they even buy? And and to be honest, I don't know if the same general management group is there that was there that's been there this whole time, but they've made some pretty bad deals. <sighs> Signing, spending all that money on Otani is the best thing they've ever done, yep. and re-signing Mike Trout, they yep. definitely should have made both of those deals. But some of the other deals from Pools all the way up to fucking Rendon, Not terrible, fucking terrible good. fucking deals. Yeah, so they're kind of they're just they're in purgatory. Yep. Uh, the Rangers are interesting. I think they've got two dudes who they can sell from the. They're not going to. I don't think they're going to send anyone away from the lineup because they're kind of building that lineup. But yeah. the rotation, you know, John Gray is thirty, and uh, uh, Mar- Martin Perez is what thirty fucking one. Yeah, he's thirty one, and this is really kind of the first good good year. Yeah, as a starting pitcher, he's had. He had, he had uh, twenty thirteen. He came in. Uh, uh, I think he was injured for half the season, but he he still got 20 starts, 362 ERA. But for the most part, he's a mid four or higher ERA guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, this is a player I could see someone like the Cardinals going after mm-hmm. just to supplement. I mean, he's left-handed, man. So if you if you don't have a, a good lefty in your uh, rotation to to split it up, even yeah, uh, definitely a guy that might go somewhere. I, I don't know though. He's he's still 31. Is still kind of young. I don't think he's young enough, or maybe he is, but it seems like the Rangers are like three years away. No. You know what I mean? Like they've got seem maybe two years away, but I just feel like I don't think that Martin Perez is necessarily in their plan. I think you sell high on him. Probably, yeah. And then, I mean, look, they've already got that. Uh, or, uh, uh, they already dealt with another lefty, Hearns. I think he actually beat us. Taylor Hearn. Yeah. Yeah. But he's got like a fucking 550 yeah. ERA or some shit. It's I don't even good. know. Um, but yeah, they've got, as far as their lineup goes, they're close. Like they've got some good players. Adolis Garcia is a, a fan favorite and can hit the ball very hard, although he's not a he's probably like year. a five or six hitter yeah. at this point. But, but I mean, Simeon and Seeger, even Nate Lowe. Tavares is having a good year. Young kid, 23. He's yeah. come up to play center field, and he's hitting 344, looking really good. Uh, Seager, Cole Calhoun is kind of just – he's like um, – what's that fucker's name that played left field for the Yankees all those years? Left-handed guy. Uh, I'm trying to think. Brochus was third base. Bernie Williams. No, I mean like recently, until recently. Oh. I can see his face in my head. I can't remember his goddamn name. Brett Gardner? Yeah, Gardner, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of – who Cole Calhoun is, yeah. same kind of guy. Um, shows up to work every day, steady. He's going to hit you 15 or 20 home runs, so it's hard to complain with that. But the the pitching is the problem there, yeah, for sure. So, And I think it's not in a play. These aren't the guys you go with, right? You, no. You need to you've probably – But do you hang on to Gray and, and Martin Perez and, and try to bring some guys up from the minors and sign some free agents to go into the front end of that bullpen? You know what I mean? It's hard to say what to do there. Yeah. Because if you if you're able to do, if you can keep those two guys, move them back and replace them with better players, now you got a pretty good rotation. But if you keep Dale Dunning and Glenn Otto and Spencer Howard, whomever the fuck they are, yeah, and then just bring in even if you let these two guys or trade these two guys and bring in new people, then you still kind of have a one-two with a shitty back end. I don't know. 
I don't know what they do. It'll be interesting. Here. Maybe they don't. Maybe they don't make moves. I mean, maybe they like what they have and they just want to add on to it. I mean, they really yeah. might not be. They don't need to sell. No, they got a new ballpark. This is the time where you're fucking. You're you're a buyer, even yeah. if shit goes wrong. Typically, yeah. And then the surprise uh, playoff contender right now, the fucking Seattle Mariners, trying to break the longest. I don't think it's a surprise. The Mariners were fucking good last year, and they're good this year. They're good. They have a good core team, uh, very similar to the uh, the Rays, mm-hmm. where you know they get good performances from from seemingly mediocre players, and now they've got Julio Rodriguez their young center fielder who we all saw in the home run derby. Yep. Uh, I mentioned him before the home run derby that he was an outlier for or, uh, a fucking good uh, uh, pick to win this thing. That dude is really fucking good. Yeah. Right. Um, and they've got a bunch of other pieces as well. They have a great lineup, man. I mean, between Rodriguez and then Eugenio Suarez, Adam mm-hmm. Frazier, Jesse Winker. Like, I... I like this lineup. This lineup kind of fucks. Yeah. I'm down with this lineup. And But look at the... Um, Look at the rotation. You got Robbie Ray, who's not having as good a year this year as he normally does with Tampa, but uh, Blue, he won with the Blue Jays. Our Blue Jays, yeah, but still 109 whip. Right. So he's had some bad luck. He's having a pretty good year. Logan Gilbert is having a great year. All five of their starters have an ERA under four. Yeah. So find me that on another Major right. League Baseball team. Uh, and, you know, this. And I'll be honest, I'm rooting for him. Yeah, I, I like. I've always liked Seattle. It's probably because through all the fucking like, <clears throat> if you think about any of the slugging teams back in the day, back in our day, like in the mid 90s, to late nineties, yeah. where you know a team that had just like a lot of sluggers. There's two teams that didn't really have anybody that people disliked. I think it was the White Sox and the Mariners. So the the Yankees, everybody like people hate the Yankees. Um, the Indians, like, you didn't know if Albert Bell was going to hug you or murder you. Right. Just, like, he, he was a, vi- a violent man yeah. for no reason. I would say top three person in the 90s that steroids turned into, like, an, a, mo- ans- mo- like a monster yeah. animal. Him, yeah. John Rocker. Yeah. Like, dudes at the steroids just, like, turn their brains into, like, <clears throat> Mr. Hyde. Well, it's what the HGH and steroids do. It makes you more of what you already are. <laughs> so if you're a piece of shit, you're going to be an even bigger one. But the Mariners... So the White Sox had the big hurt, Frank Thomas, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they had other elements. Robin Ventura was a fucking uh, big part of their lineup. They had some really good players. Um, I always wished Bo Jackson had played there with that group yeah. without having been hurt before because he, he still did some stuff in, in Chicago. Anyways, um, the Mariners had Jay Buhner and Edgar Martinez and Ken Griffey Jr. And A-Rod. And well, later on, Arod, yeah. I mean, but for a couple came up years, ninety five. Yeah, not was it ninety five or ninety yeah. six? Ninety, maybe ninety six. But I mean, wait, Jeter was ninety six, right? Yeah, Jeter was ninety six. I think Arod was ninety five, or maybe he was ninety seven. Or did they come up the same year? I feel like one of. I feel like. Oh, I'm sorry. So Arod had a cup of coffee in ninety four, seventeen games. Played forty eight games in ninety five. Then first full season ninety six. Ninety six, and Jeter's first full season was ninety six as well, yes. right? Yeah. Hmm, damn. Uh, <clears throat> So, yeah, A-Rod, before him, Omar Vizquel, who, you know, at the time was a, <laughs> people thought was a good play, a good person. Um, hold on, shit. No one's hands betrayed them quite like Omar Vizquel. Yeah, and well, and they, <laughs> they had uh, Tino Martinez, right, before he became a hated Yankee. Yeah. But he was still fucking slugging back then. 
Um, just teams a, were loaded. It was a good team, a really good team, but all really like affable dudes that people seem to enjoy. Yeah, you know it was I mean? hard to hate. Yeah, you can't hate guys like that. And they had Randy Johnson, who you could hate if you wanted to, I guess. But he, people he, just hate him because he was ugly. He was a he was hard to look at. Yeah, but people luckily, hated looking at him most mo- like. From the broadcast, mostly you just saw the mullet from the rear, yeah. so it wasn't that bad. Um, yeah, but I, it's hard. Like I don't know that who who the, who would be the rivals for the Mariners, really. No one. They're kind of odd man out. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, there's not the West has is there's no rivalries in the West really. Even like what the, I, I can't. I don't think the Rangers hate the A's. The Angels certainly don't get up, get up in arms over the Astros, who've been in that division for not even a decade. Um, Brad Wilson in the chat said that MLB Network says the Braves are trying to trade or will trade for Shohei Otani. I mean, I would love that, but the, I can't imagine. Like, I'm, I think over the past couple of weeks, I will. I've been thinking. What, 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 hold on. What did I say about you? Said you'd suck his dick to death for who? For Juan Soto. I, I don't even know. <laughs> you'd kill his whole family. You'd have to. <laughs> You'd have to kill a, Alex Anthopoulos' entire family if you got Shoei Otani. But as like a sacrifice to the gods to send yeah. their souls to heaven, yeah. like so that they could dance with the angels. Yeah, I, I don't know what. Uh, like I was saying, I've been thinking over the past few weeks about what it would really like. What a trade package for Juan Soto because he's twenty three, right? Like right. what what that would really look like. I think it's probably two major leaguers, two top prospects that are ready for the majors now and then four other prospects. That's kind of what I was thinking. I don't know what you would trade for Otani, to be honest. <laughs> the whole fucking farm? I mean, you're... You get two players. You're essentially trading for probably 10 to 12 wins above replacement, something like that, mm-hmm. right? That's invaluable. I don't think... Yeah. I mean, look, he's wasted on the Angels. Sure to be is. honest... If we could trade, I, I I don't for him and Trout. Just trade for him and Trout. You can have everybody on our team, and then we will start over from scratch and beat you in two years. Right, but I but think. it'll be Anthopolis doing it, not the yeah, Terriers yeah, who run sure. fucking yeah. the Angels. Uh, there's no way that's happening. By no, the way, there's no fucking way. I the, if I was an Angels fan, I would just hold stop. on. I'm going to read this article. Who was it that said it first? Um, blah blah blah. It was Dan Plesak. Um So Plesak said that the Angels' issues are well documented. They spent big on a terrible contract. They have Trout on uh, a 426. Otani Braves is trending. But Otani is one of a few pieces. Da-da-da. He says, Plesak says this is a bold prediction. I, don't, I can't play the audio because we'll probably get flagged for it, but... Um, yeah, that this is the the author of this article on USA Today says this is essentially like saying bold prediction the Chiefs will trade Patrick Mahomes to the Raiders. Like that not going to happen. No fucking way. Uh but you know, I'm in. Yeah, Do it. sure, why Make not? Make the trade. I don't care who else is involved. Make that trade. Um that would be the craziest would thing. Would you send Acuña for Otani? No. 
Because okay. Acuna is 24 years old. Yeah. How old is Otani? Like 28? 28. Okay. Well, whatever. And then the Astros are at the top of the AL West. They're absolutely going to win that division again. Yeah, I think, honestly, right now, if I had to pick one team to win the World Series, Astros. I would pick the Astros. Uh, agreed. They are right. They are my second half World Series pick. Yeah. They just look so goddamn good. Yeah. I mean, fucking, as long as Jordan Alvarez stays healthy, I, I don't see... I don't see how that team fucking loses, to be honest. Like, Verlander is lighting it the fuck up. I mean, he's having the best season of his career right now. He's, he is, what, 39 years old? He's 189 ERA, .88 whip, 12-3 and three right now. He's going to win the Cy Young, probably, which is my preseason pick. Yep. Um, and everybody loves him as well. So that's good. Like, he doesn't, I don't feel like, of all the people that are on the Astros, I feel like he's the one that doesn't really have the stink of the cheating seasons no, on no, him for yeah. whatever reason, because yeah. he was definitely involved in but it. Yeah, but, people just like him, I guess. Um, Everyone's but, mad at Altuve. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> well, it's because he was yeah. doing weird shit. But uh, Framber Valdez, Framber Valdez having They've a got great a good back fucking rotation. year. What's McCullers' uh, situation? Garcia's having another good fucking year, although he does have a tendency, as we saw last year, to fucking try to get ahead of batters. Yeah. And throw belt high fastballs to do it, which is not a great idea. That leave the stadium. Um, I don't know about him. I know that uh, Christian Javier has stepped into his place and put up three thirteen ERA and a one point oh six WHIP. Yeah, their rotation's that. insane. You I mean, they they are they are literally five dudes deep in their rotation, and they have another guy that's really good who's injured. And their farm is still pretty fucking good, so they can trade for probably pretty much anybody. McCullers is nineteenth. Uh, he started this past. Uh, no, he's starting today actually for Double uh, A Corpus Christi for the first of his rehab starts. Oh, so he's damn. there's probably two or three more starts for him, and then right. he's back in the majors, or I, maybe just two more. By the way, I believe the Astros were a team mentioned in the Soto sweepstakes. That would be interesting because I mean, if you want to send, like, if you're talking about current major league players that are legit that you can build on that. Christian Javier has proved that he's legit at the major league level. He's 25 years old. You definitely could send him. They've got multiple people uh, that they could package that are major league ready for sure and do that. Juan I mean, Soto. Like they, they would probably send Kyle Tucker over, and I'm not saying that he's a replacement for Juan Soto. Not a bad replacement. But he's, he's 25 years old, and he's exceptional in right field and hits the ball really well. Yeah. Still have a, there's a lot. He's not even in his prime yet. So you get him and another 25-year-old who are both like – like good fucking major league level players and you add some other pieces, the Astros could definitely get Juan Soto. Yeah. hundred percent. And Juan Soto in Minute Maid Park hits like 60 home runs. Yeah. Mostly to left field probably, to be honest. Like he probably stops pulling the ball forever. Yeah. You can't throw him outside again. No. Fucking ever. His pop flies (laughs) turn into fun. Damn it, dude. If they get Soto, goddamn. That would be great. Like I obviously we're, I'm a Braves fan. This is the same thing I said about the Mets earlier. I'm a Braves fan, and I want the Braves to win every single fucking game. But I also like greatness. Right. Like, you put that motherfucker on this team, I will watch every game they play. Yep. And we just happen to be in their TV market. Yeah, so absolutely. That, that works out. Uh, it's on Bally's Sports. It's, uh, Houston, South, whatever. That is, uh, that's all I got for today. Um, wait, he's seeing... Yeah, Pena's not leaving. Uh, I, it would be interesting to see what. So think about this as a thought experiment, because Jeremy Pena is the guy that took over for Correa mm-hmm. and wins above replacement wise, right with him. Oh right? yeah, 
Like the the count stats don't look the same, and it's not as sexy. But he's doing the exact same thing that Correa did there. Yeah, um, and he's a little bit younger. That's three dudes at the major level you could package and send over for Soto and bring Soto over, and maybe in the off season sign somebody like Dansby Swanson. Yep. You know what I mean? That fucking cunts. They're good to go for a long yeah. time. I like the I like the Astros. I do too. I don't have a problem with them. They have good uniforms. And they, oh, they, that's a top five uniform yeah. baseball. Like, I love, love every single one. Their alts, everything. Yeah. Fuck. They're probably going to... If I had to pick uh, a World Series winner right now, it would definitely be them over the Braves, Yankees, or Mets, yep. or Dodgers, yep. for sure. 100%. And I still kind of want, if the Braves can't win the World Series or make the World Series again... I'd love another Dodgers Astros World Series. It would be good just for the chippiness. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, be incredible. And if the if the Dodgers were, or Astros, one of the two, were able to get Jock Peterson on their team for the push, <laughs> that would be even funnier. Or if like if the Dodgers trade for Tommy Fan, or no, the I'm sorry, the Astros trade for Fan, and then the Dodgers trade get Peterson for back. Peterson. Yeah, and this instead of having the World Series, they just fight to the death. I think Fan wins that because he's a psychopath. Maybe, but Peterson's got moxie, you know what I mean? It's true. Who knows? He'll probably be a weapon of some sort. Yeah, I can see that. Anyways. Just strangles him to death with his pearls. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I got. Yep. Got the Astros. See you yeah. assholes next time. Yeah, we're done here, guys.